Welcome back to Anxiety Slayer. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Dane here, co-founder of Access Consciousness. And we're going to be talking about how our literal and emotional points of view can really stick us and what we can do about it. Whether he's inspiring a room of people eager to change their lives, talking to the media, or engaging with viewers throughout his social media channels, Dr. Dane has one target. And it's just a tiny little target. To change the world. How does it get any better than that? Welcome back, Dr. Dane. Oh, Shan, what a great pleasure it is to be with you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad you said yes. This is our third conversation in three years. And in the, that time, I've been practicing access almost every single day and sharing it here and there with our listeners. So they they know you and they know a little bit about access. And I'm hoping we can invite even more people to join us in this awesome expansion of consciousness. I love that idea. You know, and the the greatest invitation for that is seeing somebody who truly changes, you know, who gets happier, who likes themselves more, who who is having much more success on their terms. And I think it, it's so beautiful, you know, after our first conversation, you know, it's, it's just, it's such an amazing gift to me to find how you received it and how it's working for you. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, it's changed everything. I, and I just can't wait to see what else happens. Yeah, it's, it's me just, too. That. To be just being more present, more aware uh, unwilling to uh, to put up with some of my own shit. <laughs> Just yeah. like no, you know, not not happening today. We're not going there. But what I, what I'd like to do today is kind of revisit the clearing statement because it has been a while, and then dig into the povads, which I mentioned in the the beginning of of the uh, interview, is that these emotional points of view. Because I must admit that through the classes when that came forward through the through the practice loops that came forward and then adding it to the clearing statement it it changed things for me in a really different and big way so much so that i'm often asking myself that those questions about my point of view and what am i avoiding and what am i defending because what yes. i realize is i avoid and defend all kinds of stuff that i had no idea yeah. Well, and that's what really sticks us. Any area of stuckness in our life is where we're simultaneously avoiding and defending similar points of view. They're not necessarily the exact same point of view. Like, for example, someone will avoid how great they are and defend that they're a pile of shit simultaneously. And you can see where those two work together, you know, and but also, see, it's based on the idea of something I've said for a long time. And most people go, yeah, 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 whatever. But it, your point of view creates your reality. Reality does not create your point of view. And so it's our points of view about reality because we have so much power. It's our points of view about reality that determine how our reality shows up. So if you think, for example, money is a struggle and you have to work really hard to get lots of money or to get money, period, well, then that's what's going to show up. And yet somebody standing next to you doesn't have that point of view. And it seems like money falls out of the air and hits them on the head when they least expect it. You're like, what the, what, what? Well, the difference is in our points of view and this thing with POVADs. So the POVADs are the points of view we are avoiding and defending. 
And we have literally changed the access consciousness clearing statement to include those. And we also have processes around those that are really, really dynamic for creating change really fast, faster than anything I've ever seen. And access was already creating the fastest change I had ever seen. And so this is exciting because we get to finally, you know, clear out our stuck places. And so the clearing statement, as you know, is right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pod, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And now we added povads. And so the right and wrong, good and bad is the positive and negative judgments we have about things that stick them in place. Uh, right, wrong, good and bad, pock and pod is going back to the point of creation or the point of destruction of wherever you created a limitation and inviting it to dissolve. The all nine is nine layers of this because we know if we can get the biggest scoop of poop out of the way every time we're going to find the pony called you under there somewhere. Um, the short stands for what's meaningful and meaningless and the punishments and the rewards. Those are sort of self-explanatory. Uh, boys is these things called nucleated spheres, which are like these layers of the onion. If you're told you have to peel the layers of the onion and you peel and peel and peel and all you get are tears, that's because it's an energetic structure called a nucleated sphere. So, and then beyonds are like, if you get a bill that's 10 times what you thought it was, you know, that energy of it's beyond your ability to describe, but it really sticks you. All of those things have been included in the clearing statement for the last 20 some years. And now within the last couple months, we realized that avoiding and defending the points of view we're avoiding and defending are essential in what sticks us, but also what will set us free. And if we can let go of what we're avoiding and we can let go of what we're defending, we have a level of freedom, a level of space, a level of ease, a level of joy, a level of abundance, a level of awesomeness that is indescribable. So, um, so now the clearing statement is right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pod, all nine, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. Because we want to clear that element with every single thing that we're undoing. And the access consciousness clearing statement, some people are like, well, I don't want to get rid of something that's really good for me. I'm like, no, you can't get rid of anything that's truly you. That is what you are. That's the gift of you walking around the world, my beautiful friend. The only thing you can get rid of is all the crap that you've defined yourself as that is not you, the infinite being. And that's where this clearing statement does miracles. Before I started practicing and working with access consciousness, I kind of felt like I was covered in layers of oil or grease or just like something that I couldn't wash off. And, and with, with each day and now with each week, year, whatever goes by, I just feel like more and more of that gunk, more and more of what I've built up in, the, in this lifetime and possibly many others uh, is starting to wash away. And it's not that I don't have a lot left to do. I'll be, I'll be practicing. I'll be working on expanding consciousness for the rest of this lifetime for sure. But, but that feeling is, is so awesome. And one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about POVADs today is because I know that what we're avoiding and defending contributes to anxiety, contributes to us being all twisted up. I'd like for you to talk about that a little bit and, and how we can kind of maybe come up with a clearing or practice something that can help our listeners understand that with this clearing and with, I mean, even if we take it 
right down to the simple, what am I avoiding, pock and pod? What am I defending? How that can help them. Yes. Well, I would say that what you're avoiding and defending is the creation of anxiety. And, you know, that's a big statement. Wow. But from what I've seen in working with a lot of people using this, any area where someone has anxiety, it's very, in, in any area in which they have anxiety, this is at play, usually very dynamically. And it's to the point now where the first question I will ask somebody for any limitation, whether it's they have anxiety, they have stress, they have a body problem, whatever. My first question is, what are you avoiding? <laughs> and they're like, you asked me that about my other thing too. I'm like, I know. And it worked, didn't it? They're like, oh yeah. Okay. Let's try it. Okay. So, and it can be as simple as asking yourself. So we, and, and sorry, my ADHD is kicking on big time. <laughs> it can be very simple and, and so simple. There, there's basically two things. One is, which we've talked about before, who does this belong to? In other words, are you aware of that energy in the world around you right now? Or were you aware of it so much when you were growing up that now you bought it as yours? That's first. And you can let that go rather easily. Okay. Pock and pod when I bought it as mine and return to sender with consciousness attached after asking who does this belong to? Well, then, so then the next is when you're having that sense of anxiety, just take a moment get present with it. Don't avoid it. Don't run away from it because that's what it's designed to do. Anxiety is designed to get you to run away from your own life. And unfortunately, that's what we do. Here's the other thing is there's an energy that is underneath it that is such a source of power that we don't want to know it. Now, I said that as a blanket statement rather than a question. I would normally ask a question. I just really wanted to put that out there for people. So you can ask when you have that sense of anxiety, what am I avoiding? Now, you may not get anything at all. You may be like, I, I got absolutely nothing. You know, I didn't have an energy shift. I didn't have anything. I felt even more blank. Exactly. That's the energy of you avoiding. So what oh do you do? Oh my gosh, you... that makes so much sense. Just for an example, sometimes I will ask, what am I avoiding and defending? Or I'll go through... And, and try to figure out, is this mine or someone else's or something else's? Nothing. I get nothing. I have no clue. So I keep going through it and say, well, it's still better that I'm doing the process. It's still better that I'm working on getting there wherever there is, yeah. even though I can't tell you, does, do I feel lighter or do I feel heavier? Sometimes I just, I, I don't. I don't, nothing registers. What's that all about? Is that the avoiding and defending? That's exactly what that is. That's the avoiding. Okay. And also the defending, but the way to get there is by avoiding, because in that case, that's exactly the energy. It's kind of like, um, I don't quite, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, like if, if you, if you, it's kind of like onomatopoeia, you know, it, it, it is the sound that it makes. It is the energy that it is when you ask. So what am I avoiding will bring up the energy of avoiding, which seems like blank and you can't see it. You can't feel it. You can't touch it. There's no, nothing registering exactly as you said. So what you can do is when you get the anxiety and you go, what am I avoiding? Okay. So uh, that's one place to start. We could also add these other four things together, but I guess let's just start with what am I avoiding? Okay. So you go get the energy of it and ask, what am I avoiding? Well, 
if you don't get anything, you want to then run the clearing statement, or you can do the short form, pock and pot all that. And then ask again, what am, well, then you would go to, what am I defending? Because it seems helpful a lot of times that we go to, from avoiding to defending, avoiding to defending, avoiding to defending, because there are two sides that lock in and keep you stuck in the middle. So then you ask, what am I defending? And see, and the thing is, one of the things I love about when people have done access for a while is rather than being so damn logical, they let the energy speak to them and for them. You know, they let the energy contribute to them. So, so what I'm looking at is when I go, what am I avoiding? I'm like, okay, what is the energy I'm avoiding? And what is this energy that comes up? And then pock and pot all that. And then what am I defending? And it's like, oh, and what I realized is the thing that we defend is that we are the pile of shit that we've decided we are or, or have been told that we are. That's some version of limitation is what we're defending 90 plus percent of the time. What we're avoiding 90 plus percent of the time is how great we truly are, how different we truly are, and how unaffected by reality around us we could be that we're refusing to be. Yeah. So now everything that all brought up, because even in this conversation, things are stirring in people's heads. And the reason I love the clearing statement is because you can say things that stir things up and then, but it's getting stirred up. So it can, the heavy stuff that rises to the surface can be let go. Yeah. So everything that brought up for everybody, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Times a gazillion, right? Wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. And everything this entire conversation is bringing up, including where you're avoiding what you know and everywhere you've been avoiding the resources that would allow you to change your life and have it the way you desire it because you're simultaneously defending that then it would be too easy for you and you're not willing to have it that easy. Will you destroy and uncreate all that, please? Yes. Times a godzillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. And a lot of people out there might be going, oh, I don't know what happened, but something happened. You know, and, that, and that's all we're looking for is I don't know what happened, but something happened. Because what will eventually occur is, is a sense of more lightness. Yeah. And so you can do this. And, and so let's say you started with the sense of anxiety, because Here's the thing about anxiety. In, in the clearing statement, we have this thing called beyonds, which is what is beyond uh, beyond it, it, their sensations that are beyond our ability to put into words, beyond our ability to, beyond definition, basically. And so that's really, if you look at what anxiety is, it's like that. It is. It's this thing that's this thing and it's it's, it's, it's like, it's flavoring, it's flavoring the entire energy of your life. You know, it's like, it, it, it's like the basis of the soup you're swimming in, but at the same time, it, you can't touch it. You know, it's like, if you had, if you saw this glass, you're like, oh, there's anxiety. You're like, let's smash the fucker, you know, but (laughs) can I say that? I said that you can say whatever you want. Okay. I'm going on TV right after this. So I need to get those F-bombs out of my, out of my mouth. You see what I'm saying? You know, but if anxiety were something we could see, we could smash it and move on, but it's not, it seems like it's all around us. And that in, in this clearing statement is so beneficial 
So if you'll go get the sense of anxiety, don't avoid it. Lower your walls and barriers and be like, you know what? You beat a little shit. I see you. I'm no longer avoiding you. You are no longer running my life. Today is the day I take charge of my life, no matter what it looks like and no matter what it takes. And be that with it. Okay. Because that's one of the other things we have with anxiety is we have that level of presence. We have that level of intensity. We have that level of dynamic, aggressive presence, not aggression, but we're aggressively present where we're like there. Right. Right. And we keep avoiding it, which is one of the things that creates anxiety. And so when anxiety comes up rather than run away, which is what anxiety is trying to get you to do, turn around and stare it in the face and go, "Uh uh-uh. Today, you are leaving. I'm not. Just that. I love that. And then if we be present with whatever is there, lower our walls and barriers, realize we will not be destroyed and go, okay, what am I avoiding? And if you don't get anything, everything that is, pock and pod. Now, what am I defending? There's a lot more now. Everything that is, pock and pod. Okay. For me, I always run the whole clearing statement because I'm so anal. I want to make sure I don't miss anything, you know? Okay, what am I avoiding? Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povets, and beyonds. What am I defending? Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povets, and beyonds. What am I avoiding? Everything that is, times a gazillion, destroy and uncreate it, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. What am I defending? Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it, pock and pock. Yay, lightness of being. I'm feeling lighter right now, right, right now, notice? right before your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that. And that's how it works. And here yeah. we are. How long did we take? Three minutes to do that? Yeah. Less? Yeah. And, yeah. and so that's about, you know, four layers in, let's say. And so what happens if you'll ask then again, what am I avoiding? You actually start to get a sense of something. It's like a... I don't know, like smoke moving through, you know, because for me, these energies are, they're like that. You start to sense them and it's almost like smoke moving through space or something or, or sitting in front of you. It's not totally defined, but it, you can get a sense of it. So now when I go, what are we, what, are, what am I avoiding? Or what are we avoiding? What are you avoiding? <laughs> um, what am I avoiding? Everything that is destroying and create all that pock and pod. And now what am I defending? Everything that is destroyed and created all that, pock and pod. And notice, once again, more, even more lightness of being. Oh, man. In just this short amount of time. Yeah, it's going to, and the thing is, this is going to be so, so helpful for our listeners. I know it because most of them have this intensity of awareness around this anxiety, these anxious thoughts, these unwanted thoughts, and to be able to do this again and again and again until it shifts. And I, and I also appreciate that you took it back from that linear place and let it be the reminder that it's energetic, it's energy shifting. It is that smoke and wave and versus connecting because my, my very intelligent brain, right? I'm so cute, <laughs> wants to have this understanding in a, in a, in a linear way versus just, Oh, well, no wonder I I actually can feel that I was trying to make sense of it. Couldn't feel anything. And then just kind of let it wash over you and do it again and again and again. And I don't care how often again and again and again and again, it doesn't even matter 
what anyone else yeah. has to say or think about how often you need to do what you need to do because it works. That And that really is the beauty of it also, because if you look at it, anxiety has so many triggers. Yeah, it does. Anxiety has so many triggers. So, so for us to, to think that, oh, I did it once, I'm over it. Uh-uh. It's got so many triggers. But also, Shan, do you notice that a lot of the people that have anxiety also are dynamically OCD? Yeah. Yeah. And and what's interesting too is before I started uh, with excess consciousness, I had no idea I was OCD. <laughs> I had no idea I was ADHD. I had no idea, still not sure, but probably am somewhere on the spectrum. And so as all of these things were coming forward, oh, okay, I have a better understanding of who this creature is now. Yeah. Why I would fixate or why I why I would do so many of the things that I would do that I would judge harshly. And now I can I can find humor in it. I can be it unapolog unapologetically. Anyone who knows and cares for me anyways knows that I am anyway and they they haven't left yet and if they do, oh well. So I'm really so grateful for that because I had no clue. But now I could follow the breadcrumbs and go, "Oh, yeah, you did." What yeah. were you avoiding? What were you defending? What trying to be in that mainstream and putting whatever mask on I needed to show up? And I got really good at being that chameleon for sure. Yeah. Well, and exactly as you said, trying to be normal. Most people who have anxiety, especially to a dynamic degree, it's because they're a miraculous creature who's aware of the energetics of everyone and everything, including everybody's lies. They're aware of things that, yeah. And that's one of the big ones that creates anxiety because we don't want to acknowledge that we're that aware and we don't have any reference point for that much awareness. Yeah. And simultaneously, they're so energetically aware and they also have OCD, which from my point of view is an X-Men capacity. A lot of them have ADD, ADHD, which is another X-Men capacity, and they have no reference point because everybody's trying to make them normal. Right. Talk about a recipe for anxiety. It's like, it's like take a unicorn and try to make it into a donkey. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, that's going to be one stressed out unicorn. Those <laughs> rainbow colors aren't going to be shining bright for very long, you know? <laughs> right. And here oh, we are. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Hey, so we're going to take a short break now, Dane, and then uh, come back. And I would like to talk a little bit about why judgment is the biggest killer on the planet. And we'll end with that. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Did you know that you can be totally burned out without even knowing it? And often this can show up as a lack of motivation, detachment, or even exhaustion. At the end of my corporate career in television advertising, I was so burned out, it was hard for me to get up for the day ahead. And working with the counselor at that time to sort things out was a big help for me. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. 
Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. So before the break, I gave you a little, little teaser about judgment and why it's the biggest killer on the planet. And I'm here to tell you that, to show you that I have been one of the biggest judgment. I have been in judgment for so long and just busting myself when I'm in it, judging myself, judging others has been so helpful. I had no idea how huge this piece was in, in my life. And I know it is for so many. It truly is one of the biggest killers there is. It kills lightness. It kills possibilities. It kills gratitude. Thing is, you can either have judgment or you can have joy. You can either have judgment or you can have gratitude. You can either have judgment or you can have great friendships and relationships. The thing about judgment is most of us think we're really judgmental, except the only person we ever judge is us for being judgmental. You know, and we really got to get this because as we spoke about earlier, especially the people who have anxiety, which is so interesting that we live in a society that has never given us the tools to fully actualize nor express ourselves, but they judge us for not fully actualizing and expressing ourselves. Excuse me? Right. WTF. Right. And so the thing with judgment is how much, and I, I want to address this first because a lot of people think they judge other people. But, and I used to think that also. I'm like, God, I'm so judgmental, you know, of people and their bodies and this and this and this. And what was interesting is, is I do these energetic sessions with people and and they're different every time. But I was talking to my friend, Gary, the founder of Access one time. And I said, Gary, I need your help, please. I said, I think I'm being judgmental of people's bodies. And he started laughing out loud, which, you know, when, when, when somebody you trust does that, when you're talking about how screwed up you are, it sort of takes the wind out of your sails, you know? And I was like, why are you laughing? What's going on? He said, um, okay, so just today, he's like, so what do you think you judge about people's bodies? I'm like, uh, just all kinds of things, like all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah. And he said, okay, so are you truly judgmental? I'm like, I think the answer is a no, but I don't get it. And he said, okay, so you worked on a lady today. How much do you think that woman weighed? I went, I don't know, probably three, 350 pounds. He's like, and yet you were such kindness with her body that you both cried tears for how beautiful she and her body actually are, right? I went, yeah, which is why I'm so confused. He said, let me ask you a question. Is that you judging their body or are you aware of their judgments of their body? <laughs> and I went, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, you know, I, I'm had this who does this belong to tool for a long time, but I didn't get because I so wanted to believe I was judgmental. Yeah. So I ask all of you, how much are you energetically aware of other people's judgments of their body, their face, their money, their color, their sex, their religion, their, how they're showing up, like all of these things how much are you aware of how much they're judging them and thinking you are actually judging them? 
everything that is, everything you've done to make your awareness of judgment and twist it into the idea that you are judgmental, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povats, and beyonds. So with that in your awareness, now let's talk about the judgments that you have of you. (laughs) Do they ever make you lighter? Never. No. And also, we have this idea that if I can judge me for what I'm not and not doing and being enough of, then I'll become greater. Has that ever worked? No. No, never. So everywhere you bought the lie that you judging you will make you a better person, when in actuality, all it does is make you a less fun person to be around. Will you destroy and uncreate all that and all of the povads connected to it? Mm. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, pock, shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. Wow. I just have wow. to share that um, that was, we just moved a lot of energy right there. And it, what it brought up for me is there's, when when I'm truly being me, I am so shiny and incredibly fun and wickedly, like wicked sense of humor and just in this space of not giving a fuck about anything other than this moment and being in this shanness, right? And then what will happen is something inside will will hook me and say, calm down, or you're being too much, or why, what if what if somebody heard you say that? Or on and on. I don't need to tell you anymore. The words don't need to be there. But now when that happens, I try my best to just be like, oh, screw that. That's not even true. I'm gonna be in this space because I'm having a great time. Why am I gonna steal that from myself? Why am I going to take that away with self-judgment? And maybe I am being judged by other people, whatever. It's the self-judgment for it that I think is a, is a bigger thing because we can also twist that into thinking it's somebody else judging you when it's you all along. If you were not judging you, it wouldn't matter if somebody else did period. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, take one of those areas where you're like, I don't care if you judge me and their judgments do not matter. And so this is a this is a thing where, like you said, it's always, okay, almost always comes up when you believe you're going to be too much. You're expanding too much. And so what do you do? You have a little judgment monster in there that's like, oh, you're getting too big. I know how to get you smaller. That thing you said to that lady was mean and not good enough. <laughs> and you're like, Ugh. and then you start going down that rabbit hole. But the thing is, if we can just catch it in the moment and go, stop, everything that is, destroy and uncreate it, pock and pot. Whatever's creating it, pock and pot. Whatever's creating it, pock and pot. And now also, since we talked about the povads and avoiding and defending, so we have that tool in our toolbox, you could go, what am I avoiding with this judgment or with this energy? Now you're going to actually start to notice what it is 
after we've done this for a few layers, had this conversation, now I say, hey, what are you avoiding with that? Now you can actually start to see, holy shit, I'm avoiding how awesome I am. Yeah. I'm avoiding my greatness. Yes. I'm avoiding expanding. I'm avoiding having too much ease. Yeah. I'm avoiding not being like mom and dad. I'm defending that I am from my family. I'm defending that I need them. I'm defending that they have something unique to offer me that nobody else can, which is their judgments of how to be wow. awesome. Everything that is times a gazillion. Oh. Barf bags are now 250. Right. Okay. <laughs> Will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Oh, man. We rob ourselves of so much fun. We rob ourselves yes. of so much joy. Exactly. That. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And joy, the other thing is joy comes to us much easier than we could ever imagine. It's like we as beings are joyful. We're like happy little kids. Yeah. And yet we think we can't be that because the world is going to chew us up and spit us out. But, and so we also think that if we're really going to be our power, we're going to be this force that I am a mountain, you know, I am the unstoppable force. Actually, I'm not the mountain. I am, I am the immovable object plus the unstoppable force and get out of my way, you know, but that's not really the power of us. That's just when we're so frustrated with suppressing it yeah. that the pressure cooker you know, the lid blows off the pressure cooker for a moment. And we're like, yeah, you know, it's somebody, pardon me, everybody listening at home sleeping. Um, and then we then go, oh no. And now we put the lid on the pressure cooker even more. Yeah. And we think that's us being powerful. And with the lid on the pressure cooker, we don't have any power. Mm -mm. Uh, uh In actuality, our greatest power is our ability to melt anything in front of us into a possibility. Mm. We're like, we're like, and, and it's so interesting because like little puppies, for example, how much do they melt your world with the, the, just the beauty of their being? Yeah. Well, that's what we are. It is. Every one of you listening. And I know it sounds like I'm a little, you know, I'm probably, woo uh, yeah, I've worked with hundreds of thousands of people over the last 22 years yeah. and we are so beautiful. And that is primarily what we are avoiding and defending against. That's what we use our self-judgment to hide. That's what we use our self-judgment to avoid. And you know what? What if now is the space for something completely different? And what if this awareness of avoiding and defending could be one of the tools that allows you to choose it because also, if you're going to have that in your awareness and as your life, you are going to have to choose it. And some of you know, you're going to have to choose it even when it seems like you're losing your best friend, which is your anxiety that you think is your only constant companion. And without it, you wouldn't know who you are. Guess what? You are correct. For a little while, you will not know who you are without the anxiety, which is one of the reasons you keep it, because it makes you comfortable. At least if I know nothing else in this crazy world, at least I know this. Oh, my gosh. And that applies to pain in your body. That applies to so many things that we get, air quotes, comfortable with. Yeah. Whoa. So Whoa. all of you out there, everything you're avoiding and defending, 
and all of the emotional and literal povats that you are using to make your necessary relationship with your anxiety, your stress, your pain, because it is the only source of what you believe you know that you can always count on, which you call being comfortable. No matter how much you're suffering, it's still more comfortable than the not suffering you don't know and can't control. Everything that is, will you please destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and, oh, and everything you're avoiding and defending. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, povads, and beyonds. Whoa. Boom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Our time went by so fast. I, and I know you have other, other places to get to. Uh, so I'll, include a little bit more information in our show notes about literal and emotional povads so that our listeners can get a little bit more information there. Uh, Wonderful. Also, Thank I'd like you. To just give you the opportunity as well to share uh, anything, a current offering, some somewhere where you can invite people to join you f- to get their feet wet with access. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly share the clearing statement site, but I know you have so many offerings right now and I could certainly recommend several, but I'd love to know what you have right now on your radar that might be the most helpful for Anxiety Slayer listeners. Well, for me, I love all of your ideas personally. Um, And if I may just add a couple, my website, uh, drdanehere.com, there are a lot of free resources and videos and things you can check out. Also, beingyouday.com. We just had our second international Being You Day. And there's choose your own adventure there. There's also a one hour class, one hour, if you want to call it a class that I did on that day. But there are so many beautiful inspirations for you to choose you and find out what is actually you that you may not realize. And also rekindle that childlike joy of exploring your life. And I have, you know, hundreds of videos on YouTube. I've got I've got a hundred or so Facebook lives, you know, please go check out any of this stuff. Yeah, And I truly, and my point of view is Shan knows way better than I, what will, what will apply to you both, what will apply to you all. But I just wanted to give you a couple of those as, as potential resources. Yeah. Please dig in. Access has changed my life so much that I would love to share that gift with you. So dig in learn a little bit more, see what calls to you. There's so many offerings and I promise you it'll be one of the best gifts you give yourself. Dr. Dane, thank you so much. I adore you. I am so grateful for you, for all that I've learned and will continue to learn and in any way I can support you. Jen, thank you. And that is so mutual. And what a wonderful conversation we got to have today. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for listening. This is this is just a wonderful gift to be able to just say it as it is and have people go, oh, that makes sense. Let's go. Yeah, let's thank go. You. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was Dr. Dane here. Learn more about Access Consciousness and Dane's offerings at drdanehere.com.